Hello, church family. This is uh, gentleness. Uh, today, we're going to look at the fruit of the spirit, known as gentleness. Uh, gentleness is, um, in our culture, is is often seen as weak. Uh, people uh, are not interested in gentleness, and this is just strictly for men, but women as well. Uh, our culture seems to pride itself in not being gentle and being. Um, opinionated in making sure that they have their way uh, and making sure that they're first. Uh, but yet, isn't it interesting that for the Christian, uh, we are called to be the opposite, that we're called to be gentle. And there's always a danger that just because the world defines uh, how a person should act, the church adopts that in. And we know for a fact that gentleness is something that is expected of us. Um, and I think part of the reason why uh, we in the Christian world uh, f- fear uh, gentleness is because there's always a misunderstanding or undervalue of it. It's misunderstood in the sense that uh, we think of masculinity or leadership or assertiveness as, uh, as, as something that's strong, whereas uh, someone that's more passive and gentle, we see that as weak. Uh, is undervalued because we tend to be more excited about those um, that are uh, that are that are not gentle. Uh, people that tend to be more um, outgoing or the alpha type are usually the ones that we're drawn to. Um, but yet we know as a Christian we're expected to actually be gentle people. In fact, Christ Himself said that in Matthew five chapter five that. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Um, this means that in the kingdom of God, when he reigns, the only people that are going to be there are people that really think lowly of themselves. And we understand that this is our Savior. He came into the world gentle and meek. Um, and we define this way, gentleness or meekness is, uh, is basically strength that is under control. Um, it, it's... it's, it's is really the opposite of anger, whereas anger you lose control. Um, gentleness is, is having is having uh, control over your demeanor and the things that you say. Uh, and in a lot of ways, our Savior is a guide for us. He is a, a model, and he instructs us to be gentle. Uh, again, it's not part of our culture because our culture, generally speaking, it's it's a proud and um, angry culture. And it, stem, and it seems to um, oppose and think that if you are um, willing to let others have um, their way, if you're willing to be gentle uh, or meek, then you're just going to be a pushover. But yet, that's not what the, uh, 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 gentleness really means. Whereas Christians, we're just called to have uh, our strength under control. We understand this to be the same as our Savior, right? We have to pattern our lives after him. Jesus had his power and strength under control. And Jesus created all of reality, everything that he says is held uh, by his word. Yet when he speaks to, let's say, the children that comes to him, he speaks in a very gentle tone. Uh, when, he, when he's correcting Peter after his resurrection, he speaks in a very gentle tone. Um, he's, he's a very gentle um, God. And he's in, in a lot of ways, this is how we need to be. Um, this is how our God is, and, and we need to also respond in gentleness. The life of the Christian must be marked by gentleness. You recall this whole series, we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And each and every single one of the fruit of the Spirit, it's supposed to be a manifestation of a changed life. Um, and 
if you look at this list, we should, as Christians, have it. Um, and if we don't have it, and there again, it's, it's a call to really challenge yourself and ask, why is that? Do we not have gentleness because we're not saved, or we don't want to be gentle because it requires humility? Um, and even in the way that we think about gentleness, there's really two ways in which we can be uh, gentle. Um, I think in, in this really just the two is conduct and in, in our speech. And I'll focus first on our speech. Um, when we think about speech, we have to really be mindful in the way that we say things. Things actually do matter, not necessarily just the um, truth of the statement, although that's equally as important. But the, the, the Bible seems to indicate that the way that we say things can sometimes uh, lead people uh, uh, to a certain um you into a certain place that we want them to be. Uh, Proverbs 15, chapter 1 tells us, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And isn't it interesting that uh, this, and this is a very famous proverb, because usually most conflict comes when people escalate, when we do not res- uh, respond in a gentle way. Uh, when someone's angry at us, we tend to just want to fight back. We want to be able to make sure that uh, our our integrity or pride is intact but yet we are called in especially those tense moments to respond in a gentle way because it can turn away anger Um, and uh, scripture tells us proverbs 25 verse 15 for forbearance or patience or gentleness uh, a ruler uh, by by, by forbearance a ruler may be persuaded and a soft tongue breaks the bone Um, this again speaks in terms of rulers and the way that we speak, uh, it can change, uh, the way that a person thinks about a situation. Uh, there can be, you can push and persuade a leader, um, with a, like diligence and, and forbearance, but a soft tongue, a very gentle response to things can, um, change the way, can, you know, you can win people over through it. Um, speech is important in, in, in that it has to be saturated with gentleness. Uh, jumping over to the New Testament, First uh, Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3, sorry, First uh, Peter chapter 3 tells us here that uh, uh, 3 verse 8 and 9 uh, to sum up all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly kind hearted and humble in spirit not returning evil for evil or insult for insult but giving a blessing instead for you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing so again the way that we speak needs to not be uh, evil for evil and that requires a lot of self control uh, requires a lot of um, denying itself because it's very easy for us to always want to self-justify, to always want to defend ourselves, to always want to uh, fight back. Um, and again, this isn't to say that uh, when you're being corrected um, that there isn't a, a, a need for clarification. Um, it just means that in the tone in, in which that we uh, that we you know want answers or clarification, it shouldn't be self-defensive, but just in a gentle, humble way that we speak in such a way. Uh, that uh, that is saturated and loaded with gentleness, um, that that people uh, can see that um, we're not losing control of ourselves. First Peter, uh, chapter three, verse fourteen and fifteen. 
uh, but even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed, and do not fear their intimidation, and do not be troubled. Sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you for an account for the hope that is in you, yet with gentleness and reverence. It's easy for us when we think about having to defend the faith, uh, that we're just, that the best way to go about it is to be very harsh, to yell back and to you know, defend, uh, scripture. But yet, interestingly enough, scripture tells us that the way in which you speak, even when it's defending for the faith, it must be gentle. And then elsewhere in Ephesians, it tells us that we need to speak the truth in love. Um, we should always be willing to speak gently to those that are against us. Um, we do need to have conviction. We need to be bold, but it should always come across as gentle. Um, uh, and that's just that's with terms of speech. Uh, there's probably a little bit more that I haven't found, but these are just some of that found in terms of speech. But what about conduct? Conduct in terms of the way that we are. Um, uh, James chapter 3, verse 17. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and reasonable, full of mercy, good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy. And the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Uh, those that are believers, I believe, are people that are gentle. They don't, they don't intend, uh, it is not in their mindset to want to destroy things. People that tend to be very angry and lose self-control, you'll notice that they'll always cause friction and division and conflict. Um, but a gentle person always seeks to unify um, people within, that's, that's around them. Um, and, and in a lot of ways, the way that we, they do it is, is their gentle attitude. Ephesians chapter 1, verse I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. See, sometimes uh, the things that we disagree with are all, in action, and if you think about everything, every conflict in the church that happens are very petty things. If you think about in, in light of eternity, these conflicts that we have are so petty, uh, but we're willing, out of our own pride, to separate with one another instead of being humble in the way that we respond. Um, if, if there is something that we dif differ, differ in thinking, it's okay um, to have that. It's just that the way that we engage um, those differences should be always filled with gentleness. Uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse Five. This is um, right after Paul speaks about how Yodia and Syncathy needs to um, make harmony with one another. Uh, and this is what Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always again. I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Um, knowing that God is present and he's coming soon should make us people that are gentle towards one another. We should always strive for peace. Again, most conflicts in the church are all petty things. Um, very rarely, uh, even if it's like a doctrinal thing, there are ways in which we can convey that truth in a way that is loaded with love and gentleness. Colossians 3, verses uh, 12 to 13, this is speaking of the new self. As Christians, we need to be different from the world. Uh, Colossians 3, chapter 12, I mean, chapter 3, verse 12. So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, Humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other who has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so 
also should you. There's a sense in which the reason why we have to treat others uh, with a sense of humility because God controlled himself when he thinks about us. You know, God reserved, God uh, had a long-suffering, a, long, um, a patience to us, and he's gentle when he's correcting us. Right? There's a reason why um you know, when we read scripture, that's what, there's a reason why we have to we get to read scripture and read um, uh, from the Word of God, as opposed to God just screaming down from heaven and yelling at us. Uh, I think that's just a means of grace that we get to uh, through the Word that's written by these faithful saints that are gentle. We get to see a little bit of who our God is like. That He wants us to, to to take time to read and and study His Word so that we can be gentle as He is gentle. And especially even in terms of leadership, First Timothy 3, 3, one of the qualifications of an elder is that they are gentle, not addicted to wine inclinations, but gentle, peaceful, free from the love of money. First uh, Timothy 6, verse 11, but flee from these things, you man of God, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith, uh, of, of faith. take all the eternal life to which you were called, and you made the good confession in the prisoners of many witnesses. Uh, if you are a leader of the church or you aspire to be a leader, you have to be a gentle individual. Um, you have to be willing to um, be patient with those that are around you. Second um, Timothy 2.24, the, bond servant must, the Lord's bondservant must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach, patient when wrong, with gentleness, correcting those who are in opposition. If perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth, and they may come to the senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. So part of us as leaders, and again, I've said this before in other contexts, but there are times in which we would encourage a congregation to hold the elders accountable with these standards. We should we should be patient when wrong and with gentleness correct sin in the life of other people. Um, it is our desire to reflect the gentleness of Christ, and if we fail in this area, please call us out. If you ever get a sense that um, we're too overbearing with our um, with our uh, instructions or or in the way that we're um, teaching, uh, let us know. You know, we want uh, there are, we have blind sides, and we want to be able to uh, you know know those things so that we can be a better leader. Um, so this is part of the, the way the church is. Like you. You look at your leaders and you see that they're gentle people. Um, and if we're not, then you should let us know. Um, we should be willing to have that type of conversation. We welcome that. Um, ultimately, because we love one another. We love and we want to see each other, all of us grow in Christ-likeness. And pastors and elders are not exempt from that. We need to grow and model it. But we have our moments where we need uh, correction as well. Uh, so as... As we need to kind of start thinking about uh, this, going back to the fruit of spirit and gentleness, um, you know, it's easy uh, for us to be humble or be gentle when everything is right. But trials often reveal how how ungentle or not gentle we really are. Um, we are not as gentle as we would like, and and oftentimes during trial, it shows that we have very little self control. Um, but as Christians, we're called to be gentle, we're, we're called to not be like a bully or not to be dismissive, uh, but in the way that we communicate, in the way that we interact with one another, we're gentle. Um, 
so how do we do this? And so here's some question for thought and how we can maybe apply this in our life. Um, well, here's one way to see if you really are gentle or not. Are you an exacting and demanding person or are you fair and considerate? Someone that is not gentle will always be a very rigid individual. They'll always want things their way. Um, but a gentle person seeks to uh, be understanding, be uh, be flexible in certain ways because uh, we understand that uh, people grow at different rates. People are not going to be as um, as uh, you know they're not going to catch up as fast as we like. But we need to be gentle with them. I mean, just think about uh, if you ever you know if you hung out with any parents of the kid. There's a reason why we're gentle with them, even though they are um, you know uh, we're gentle with them because they're dainty, they're weak and frail. Um, and all of us are really like that. All of us are frail. All of us are weak. And we need to be gentle towards one another in that way. And part of that is that we are not as exacting or demanding or having or making sure that our way is the only way. Because a gentle spirit is really considerate of other people. So that's the first one. Second, do I show the same gentleness to everyone? Um, this is important because that's it's a it's a hypocritical kind of gentleness. If we only show gentleness to those that we like and not those that we that we oppose. Um, understand that when before we were saved, we were all opposed to the Lord, and the Lord was still gentle with us. Um, it was through His gentleness in revealing Scripture, so uh, and even leading people to to reveal uh, the gospel to us. Um, so we need to be the same. We need to show the same type of gentleness to everyone. Um, we want to be gentle to those that are hard to love. Uh, we want to be gentle to those that are easy to love. Um, because that's the way that our God is. He's consistent. Um, he loves those and he's gentle to those who are the most mature and even the most immature. So the first is, are we exacting, demanding, or are we fair and considerate? The second is, do I show the same gentleness to everyone? Third, how would I want to be uh, engaged or talked to? And if we were to be honest, this is where we will always love to, that people, when they confront us on our life and our shortcomings, to be gentle with us. But it is oftentimes the case where we would not want that for the other people. Uh, we tend uh, to be uh, uh, t- uh, gentle with self and tough with others, uh, but in reality, we should be tough on self while being gentle with others. Uh, Christians are called to be gentle people. Um, we want to be tough on ourselves in terms of you know, our sanctification and our pursuit of holiness, but, but when we engage and talk with other people uh, in their life, we should always have a tone of gentleness uh, even, because we expect that we want that from others, people, but yet, ironically, even hypocritically, we don't want that in return. We want to be treated with the gentleness and kindness from others, but while not actually doing that for other people. Um, so those are the three kind of applicational questions that you can think about today. Uh, am, am, am I exacting or dem- uh, and, and demanding, or are we fair and considerate? Do I show the same gentleness to everyone? And third, would how would I want to be engaged or talked to? Um, and I hope these uh, areas are encouraging and convicting because uh, I think for me, definitely, as, a, as one of the leaders in the church, um, I want to be a shepherd that is gentle, just like our shepherd is gentle. And all of us should want to aspire to that, not just the leaders, because our God is a good God. And part of the way that we are gentle, that the world sees our attitude, um, that we don't return with evil or 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 anger or you know rudeness but gentleness um it makes people see a little bit about how our savior is okay thank you for listening tomorrow we're going to finish our little fruit series study with self-control thanks